Hey everyone, welcome back to the Improv TX Comedy Network. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give the Improv TX Comedy Network a like. And just a reminder, the Improv TX Comedy Network is live on YouTube with all your favorite comedians on the improv stage. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Act Out, from open mic to the big stage comedians. Tell us how stories were made. My name is Doug. Today I'm with a very special guest. I'm super excited to have him here. This guy, I just met him, and I knew his personality on stage was his personality off stage immediately, which is awesome. Hilarious jokes, very personable, representing the big boys, yes, I should say. <laughs> uh, yes, check out his stuff on the Improv TX YouTube channel. It's going to be great. I'm with Fernando Panda Chacon. Perfect. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for being here. Don't thank you for having me, dude. I'm super excited. All right. Gotta ask first off, how long you been in the game? How long you been doing comedy? Uh, almost six years. Six years? Yeah. All right, right on. What were you like as a child? Were you the funny kid? I can imagine you being the funny kid, kind of like brightening everyone's day. What were you like? The funny, nice kid that didn't like bullies. Chubby, athletic guy. <laughs> Always played sports. Like tonight, I have a volleyball game. You're going to play volleyball Yeah, I tonight? play volleyball, yeah. Dang, dude. <laughs> played right last on. night. Got spiked on by this like... Tall chick. We're getting. We always scrimmage them. We met them at the league. and We just clicked. You know, like like right now, I'm getting a good vibe from you. Like, that's how it was with them. And uh, we scrimmage probably every other week. This girl's like six one, six two. Moves like a gazelle. Hits like a jackhammer. <laughs> Dude, it literally my bald spot. But the last two hairs I had in my hairline just gone, bro. And she goes, "I'm so sorry." And she she told us, "It's not that I don't think you guys are good. I just hold back when I play against y'all." Because she goes, "Dude, I've been playing volleyball in private like leagues since." I could walk, you yeah. know, and I, I I got a scholarship for volleyball. Oh, wow. And she's like, she shows us. She goes, dude, put your elbow a little higher. That's why you're hitting the ball straight. You want it to go down. So put your elbow. I'm like, all right, cool. She's like, I'm like, dude, this girl's. She goes, I'm a coach also. I was like, oh. She's legit, then. <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I've always been pretty active, bro. Like, yeah. even, like, the panda thing. I was playing indoor soccer, and that's how I got. My buddy called me Kung Fu. So we're playing indoor <laughs> soccer. He gave me a ball in the air, and I kicked it, and it went in. Honestly, it was all luck. I'm not going to lie. It was all luck. <laughs> and he started calling me Kung Fu, and then Panda came out of that. And then I started doing comedy. It was weird. Just how I got the name. And oh, I've never great. seen the Kung Fu Panda movies. You've never seen the movies no, at all? Never. Oh, they're, they're all right. They're all right. Yeah, I was going to ask where the name came from. Mm-hmm. So that that's awesome that you brought that up. So when you were younger, you were always cracking people up, always making yeah. jokes, and just... Always talking. Now, you said about you don't want to be... Like the bullies. So was that like, were you bullied when you were a kid? No, I really wasn't. I mean, I had one little issue one time with the guy. Like, I couldn't pronounce his name. But besides that, there was a girl and I had a, my first, my third to, I've had three or four shows back home in LA. She went to the show and I told her thank you because this guy was like smacking me in the back of the head. Like had me in the headlock because I couldn't say his name right. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. And then she broke it up. She was like the thug Latinas with the eyebrows. Yeah. Wearing the white feelers. Yeah. No. That girl's like 5'6", but she hits like 6'5". Yeah. And it's crazy. Long story short. Um, not long story short, but how life is. My, I went back home in LA one time. My cousin picked me up. Traffic was bad. LA is traffic shit. We get there, and then we stopped at a bar to play pool to get, let the traffic die. That's a Cali thing, man. You just find a bar and chill for an hour or two. And that dude who bullied me the one time or picked on me that one time, he was there, dude, walking with a cane. And I, I wanted to kick the <laughs> shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody's like, no, you changed. You're a Christian. No, no, I wanted to kick the <laughs> I wanted to kick the stutter out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I didn't. And he was with a cane. And then I told my brother and my cousin, and I, you know, my other cousin goes, let's be like, no, you got that one crazy cousin who just, like, using. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. But that was the one time they really got bullied, man. As always, man, I, I got along with almost everyone. Not everyone's my best friend, but, man, my mom always tells me, never met a stranger. You know, if there's a deaf dude, I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. like, just 
talk yeah, to them. Yeah, just figure it out. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. That's that's the personality you give off in everything I've watched, too. So okay. I was super excited to have you come in because I'm like, this guy's going to just be chill and, and just friendly. Fun, yeah. Mm. So I, I do want to talk about that. You found religion within the last six years, seven Something years? like that, yeah. Yeah. Man, you've been doing your homework. <laughs> yeah. So you found religion and it changed you. But you weren't like a bad person before. You were just... No. But like, I know that you talked about like the preacher wanting to you to teach also. Yeah. And that's why I didn't do it because, uh, I mean, I honestly, dude, I got a chick I'm talking to right now. I was talking to you off air. Yeah. Um, do what we do. You know what I'm saying? But... Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> I drink here and there, you know. I curse like a man, like a man in a bad way, but I just I'm I don't think cursing's bad. <laughs> There's a time and place for anything, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But um, yeah, man, it's just I felt like a hypocrite, and I I was done with college. Uh, I just broken up with my college sweetheart, and uh, dude, I just I need I wanted more out of life, and, and I got offered a, a master's uh, degree scholarship or partial at UNT. Yeah, I went to UNT for creative writing, and uh, one of the professors who's now like the head one, she'll 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 send me text here and there come back come back you know and, and i told her comedy is not a hobby it's a goal that's yeah. becoming a reality and she goes i know you're gonna make it in comedy because just the way you approached your writing because i sucked the first <laughs> year not that i'm great but she goes um all i can say is you have a big fast improvement because <laughs> yeah. oh, i told her couldn't get any worse and she just i'm walking away that <laughs> professor was you know like in the hollywood movies you have that one professor that saves your life she didn't save my life but she really cared like she would text me um Whenever your draft is ready, just send it over. It was like one in the morning on a Tuesday. And I sent it to her like the next day. And she goes, all right, cool. I already checked it. She goes, no, I, I know you actually care. Forget the grade. She goes, literally, F the grade. F it. Like, you want to write this book. I'm like, yeah, I do. And I'm still working on it. <laughs> seven How years long have you been working on the book? Oh, like since college. Yeah, yeah. Like five, six years. But during college, I was probably writing three or four different books. And those are all paused to focus on one. And comedy. Because comedy is my main thing, dude. Yeah. I'll be like writing something. I'm like, okay, here, here's my pad for jokes. <laughs> So what what is the book about? Or can you is it sci-fi? Is it like um, fiction? Is it kind of like fiction? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like fiction and, and um it's 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 the idea I really not say yet cuz it's an original idea, but I mean it's, it's pretty cool I feel, you know? Yeah. Like what I can give out is basically a family making something out of nothing. You know, it's just something out of nothing. And, like and why can't we make it? Are you pretty close to the end of it or are you still oh, like no, I'm about 70% done. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I I wrote a book when I was 18. No way. And uh it's terrible. No, <laughs> it's don't say that. Any but, writing is good, right? But if, especially if you complete, you know, us as creative artists, I know we don't like being called artists. Bro, we need a deadline. Yeah. We need, but you finished it, but I'm proud of you already. There, there's, there's a, there was an author who like said, hey, if on this date, if it's not done, I'm going to commit suicide. And he wasn't yeah. being serious, but yeah. he was kind of being serious. Because yeah. you know how you get when you mm -hmm. get in that mode mm -hmm. where you're like, I want to finish this. Yeah. So you're right. Deadlines are very important. Back to comedy. I want to ask you, who are your comedic influences? Who did you see first that was like, the person that really inspired you? Mm, great question. Um, I would go with Bernie Mac, Eddie Murphy, George Lopez. Man, I love DL. I like Cedric, not just because he's a big boy like me, but he you can tell like he's a happier version of Joey Diaz. I love Joey Diaz, yeah. but Joey Diaz, like, I'm not comparing myself to him, but I, I go on rants. I'm very loud. I'm Salvadorian. So, you know, <laughs> I see myself on videos and I'm trying to work out new material. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I am so loud. <laughs> uh, um, not that I care about it, but I can't imagine how the dude in the back row is like, Jesus Christ. 
Christ, kid, I can hear you. You're you're good. Those are the ones that I love because I love Joey Diaz. I mean, yeah. I'm not comparing my style to him. He's one of my personal favorites, bro. Like, well, he's very personable on stage yes. too, and he's very honest. Yes. and that's something you are also. Mm. So you must have taken some influence from him. In Probably, that sense. honestly, if I listen to Joey Diaz once a day, a podcast, a short on YouTube, I feel empty. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like he's my best friend. He's my comedy uncle. <laughs> you know, actually, I've been working with Jerry Garcia, so he's been like he helped me a lot. I hosted a show, and I'm actually he booked me February third. I'm going to la doing a show with there which is cool he just sold out the first show so we're gonna do two that night awesome um huge blessing bro and uh he really sat down with me one day we're all hanging out it was luz pasos mario superestrella salazar and someone else and me and then he goes we just started talking about everyone's sets he goes hey panda slow down hey doc hey doc <laughs> slow down homie slow down dougie you are funny though but uh, slow down <laughs> and i really took that not it didn't hurt my feelings i mm. wanted that this dude's been on netflix on hbo max he's touring the nation man and then he saw me perform. I hosted him at this other club in Fort Worth. And he goes, at the end of the night, he goes, hey, we're going to go grab a burger. Hey, we're going to have the burger. You slowed down. <laughs> and I was like, he rem- like well, I- look, bro, I'm not trying to sound like mod. Oh, you're so humble. No. Why should he give a shit about my set? Why? Yeah. And he remembered. He goes, dude, your hosting skills are amazing now. Keep it up, fool. He goes, when you needed to do time in between, you did. When someone killed, you just brought up the next comment. Good job. And you remembered all my credits, which is important, bro. And don't bug me if you mess them up. It don't. But there's comics with huge egos or just comics in general. Like, this guy should do his homework. You know, he's hosting my show. And I get that. This is our job. He's, like, crazy. I'll text him for stuff and he'll reply. Like, I'm like, bro, this basically, technically, I'm an open micer. (laughs) 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 With just a lot of time. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, let's talk about that. The first time you went to open mic, the first time you got on stage, what was that experience like? Were you nervous? Were you scared? Did you practice? I practiced for months, bro. Yeah? I signed up at... uh, at the Dallas Hyenas, I don't know how many times, bro. And I, 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 I signed up. I waited an hour, and I left. Oh yeah. Well, like five times. Bro. Oh wow. My brother was with me the last two times, and the third time, honestly, bro, I waited three and a half hours to go up. And I had to be at work at seven. And my old job, they don't play. They micromanage whatever. <laughs> they were like, oh, seven or two. <laughs> Good afternoon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was on there, and, and I did three minutes, three and a half. I was prepared for five, but I didn't know after the first block or two, they do three minutes. I didn't know that. And I did well. I got like two or three strong laughs. I didn't kill, but I got good laughs. And I'm like, I can do this, bro. But I need to get better. There was a chef that went after me. The chef from like a bad restaurant, bro. He's like to the gills, bro, dressed up. And, you know, he goes, yeah, I just left my shift. I'm like, well, you don't have one stain on you. And he goes, are you roasting me? I was like, I'm sorry, sir. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was cool, man. I did two and a half, three. I still have it on my phone. So that's when I first did. I did that one. Then I met Rafa. Rafael Sanguili at uh, this open mic, this brewery mic. I forgot what it's called. It's closed now, but I met him there because he's from Downey, California. My brother, who has great comedy etiquette, he knows to shut up. But when he said, hey, I'm from Downey, California, my brother's in the back, bro, like here by the restroom. And he goes, Whittier. And he goes, I got your next beer. Because Downey and Whittier in L.A., they touch. So, and we meet here. And he's like a comedy brother to me, man. Yeah. He's, love that dude. So you went out to that open mic, and you weren't nervous anymore? You, you got that stage fright kind of I was very, away? I was a bah. I'd, bah. Every, for about the first two and a half years, I'd have to take my nervous poop before the stage. <laughs> yeah. I had carried wipes, anti-diarrheos, Pepto, um, Topo Chico. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that helped. You know, made me gassier. It's stupid. But uh, no, for, I, honestly, I still get nervous here and there. When I'm doing the, the bigger shows, I'm at that weird little stage in my career where, you know, I'm getting to travel a little bit like Jerry Garcia. I went to New York once for a Spanish show with Monkey. Shout out to Monkey. And going to L.A., dude, like three months in a row, uh, Jerry booked me. So those are a little wild, bro. It's like I've been here at the Improv for and Friends shows. 
I've been to the 30 seaters, 40 seaters to sold out. I'm like, oh my God, you feel the difference. Yeah. I am a Salvadorian. We talk very fast, bro. Mm -hmm. So I have to slow down my set. And that's what I've <laughs> learned. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you got 10 minutes, bro. You're not going to be able to use all your material. This is my new thing, too. You don't have to end with a bang. You know, if you don't have a killer joke or something, everyone's always like, dude, I can't, I can't leave the stage like that. End it, plug in your social media. That's something I've taught myself, right? You know what? Follow me at Duck something something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. That really helps me. Helps us get booked. Take care. God bless. That's what I say. Because sometimes you don't end in the bang. You know we want to. But um, I'm learning that, man. But yeah, dude, uh, I still get nervous for sure. So what's it like to do an English set but do a Spanish set? Is it the, your comedy timing different? Is it the same jokes? Like, what, how does that work? Honestly, some of the jokes didn't translate as well. Yeah. Some of the jokes are shorter. Some of the jokes are longer. Mainly shorter. And I imagine you. you go faster when you're speaking Spanish. Yeah, it's, that's Spanish a natural is, language, yeah. Yeah. I learned both at the same time. But at home, you know, God, God rest my dad's soul. We talked Spanish to him only. He understood English, but I mean, it was Spanish, you know, for him. Like reading and writing was Spanish. Yeah, it goes a lot faster, man. Yeah. Because and, and, I mainly work with Maisha Chavet and Roberto Silva Monkey. They do shows here too. Um, they're both Puerto Rican. So they're cool with the speed. That's what I'm bringing. Out. And, and the Mexicans pace it a little more. They have a better pace. They're more understandable. Yeah. They they have a, a steadier. Like in English, most English, you know, boom, 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 there's a beat to it. Right. Salvadorans, Puerto Ricans, the bone thugs, bro. Everybody. You just slow down just to catch your breath. So yeah. it is different. Yeah, it it's is different. Very yeah. different. The cadence is different. I don't like to say there is a beat to it. You know, comedy is is a song. You know? yeah. yeah. I imagine you say six years, but technically you probably put in 12 by doing the two different languages. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Honestly, and I opened up for Flo Hernandez for like a year and a half. That was like a cheat code because yeah. I was doing work every weekend, you know, and especially your first three years, you don't perform that much. You don't. And he took us all over. I was in the comedy group for a while. And because and of flow, man, he just took us all over, man. Then I met guys like Midnight. Midnight was cool. He sat me down. Hey, this and that. You just meet so many cool dudes like that help you out. They don't have to, is what I'm saying, you know. And I, now I work with AJ and Richard Moore. And, like, we go over jokes over text. Like, what do you think about this and that? And then we start roasting each other like, Oh, that's hey, that was funny. And hey, you should write that down. All right, cool. And the roast can become a tag then, mm -hmm. too. I have a, a book that's just punchlines. I just started it. I only have one sheet. It's my new thing. I'm trying to be more organized. I'm so messy, bro. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. I'm in my room like, you know how messy I am, bro? No lie, bro. My mom and brother are going to hate that I say this one. I went to Walmart once because I had to travel. I bought underwear and socks because I, I didn't know which ones were clean or dirty because I'm so messy. So I was like, I have four hours. I want to take a nap. Going to Walmart. It's a lot of easier. It's already packed. You know, it's already rolled up. My brother goes, you bougie <laughs> <laughs> I'm very messy, man. They're like, Virgo's supposed to be neat. Not this one, sir. No. But I got one for Spanish now, one for English, period. And then I got punchlines. It doesn't matter what language because I can, I can translate that. So they're all in English. I mean, obviously, before a show, the week of, I'll study. I'll be like, ba 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 improv, ba 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 you know, duck, you know, see when it comes out better. And sometimes I'm dyslexic, so I mess up a lot. But people kind of get it. They're like, oh, they're, I was like, oh, thank God they're doing charity. They're laughing. You know, I was like, well, that's one of the things I wanted to get into going to open mics. I wanted to go to some of the Spanish speaking rooms because mm -hmm. I know I can do English there. You know, yeah. it'll be fine. But I can't find them is the problem. So I'm going to have to reach out to somebody and find where they're at. Like the Spanish, I would love to get on that because Ralphie May, that's what he did when he moved really? to California. I didn't know that. He would go to the Spanish speaking rooms and then learn the culture. And then he learned just, you know, enough Spanish to get along with everyone. But then if you watch his special, uh, uh, Just the Truth, I think is what it's called, or yeah. um, he speaks about every culture. And he just, you know, he does the stereotypes and he does the jokes. But, like, I would love just to get involved in, like, the Spanish-speaking rooms. I think no, I'll send you a DM on, on, on – there's one room now I just started at the Dallas Comedy Club. It's called Dame Cinco. Give me five. You have to get invited for it, but I can hit up Monkey. He runs it. And, All right, uh, cool. 
You do five minutes. Okay, cool. That would be awesome because like it's a different crowd to work on too. Yeah. Because every crowd is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's a, a Spanish speaking crowd, a black crowd, white crowd, Asian crowd, whatever you get. The room's different. People laugh differently. That's what my favorite rooms are black rooms. Yeah. Because people, when they don't think you're funny, they're not going to laugh. You hit that on the mic. Flo told me that. And then Celebrity goes, I'm I'm that California guy. We are all the same. You know, we're all equal. And we are. But the rooms are different. You oh, know, Celebrity so told me, uh, sir, they'll be eating a chicken wing at you. Like, oh, this chicken wing's more <laughs> more interesting than you. They'll be eating their salad. They'll be eating a, a beef salad, a steak, whatever. And they're like, this, this. This smoothie is more interesting than you. Yes. You got to take, you got to come out with a walk-up joke and just hit him in the mouth. Yeah. He was doing Legends. That one started up again, that open mic. I went up there twice and me, I felt like a bomb. He goes, you did well. He goes, you didn't kill me, you did well. And I was like, nah. And then the third time I just went up there, I was like, man, you ever sneeze so loud, your booty clap? <laughs> and then they're like, what the f***? <laughs> I was like, oh, look, what's up, man? What's up, preacher, man? When'd you get out? And then just little shit like that. You know, I'm like, damn, you find too bad your teeth are fake. And then I was like, just walking in the room. This one girl was like, I'll you up, bitch. I was like, yes, you will. I, was like, I am not a fighter, ma'am. <laughs> I just, that, and then I, I put in my little bit, you know, and he, and celebrities in the back, he went like this, keep going, because everybody's here. And I ended up doing like a 15 minute set. And there was other oh, wow. sets where he hit me with the light, like at right at four. You know, like I was like, I, that was the set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I probably didn't do 15 minutes, but it felt like it. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is if you get people in a black room laughing, yeah, like you're good. But if you can't get them laughing, you're done. Like, yeah. Honestly, you're 100% right. Cause I worked the red room a lot at the hyenas one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and dude, I've made everyone laugh there. Yeah. From the redneck guy to the blue collared white guy to the latino black dude asian everything is there bro but then you come to the improv here and and this is the more general one that i see me the my mainstream you know what i'm saying because I me mean, but it's just tough because everyone wants to laugh dude yeah like i got some redneck jokes and i was talking about my weight i was talking about leaving the home like talking about rafi may guys like rafi may i forget i discovered him late like in my honestly the first time i saw his real like on netflix was like four years ago which isn't that long ago guys fuck Hilarious. I can't imagine roasting with that guy. He'd murder me. And I'm, I can hold my own, bro. I feel very confident going on whoever. I got a line for them. I'm not saying I'm going to win, but I got a line that's going to hurt. <laughs> and, and dude, that guy was a no. He'd yeah. make me cry, bro. He, he, he was amazing. Yeah, bro. he was amazing. I, it's a bummer. I never got to meet him, and I always wanted to. I God bless you. What was it like the first time you hosted when you got, finally got that gig and you got called up? Oh, man. Honestly, I think it was with Flo in the Red Room. And I was nervous, and I didn't do too good. <laughs> I'll be honest, it wasn't too good. I did okay. It just I was rushing my bits, you know. And now I know where they're at. I have a bit, the focus one. When I talk about chicken, my prostate check. I make fun of like Doctor Lee, like oh focus that. That's like a fifteen minute bit. So what yeah. I do now, I chop it into threes. You know, I talk about when I got my Fitbit. Then I talk about going to the gym, and then I, I I might do the focus one, depending how much time I got to do. If I see eight comics, like this weekend, I'm running a show uh, in the Red Room, and it's eight of us, I think, seven of us. But I'm not hosting it, but I'm doing a 10 to 12 minutes. If I had to host it, honestly, I would just do crowd work for five minutes, and uh, I'm, I would do a bit the first five to eight minutes. And then in between, I just do a little crowd work, you know, just have fun, bring them up, reset the room. Someone bombs, I'll do a bit, you know, I'll do time. If it's going well, hey, Duck's next. Hey, psh, Joe Blow's next. Hey, Michelle's next. You know, just bring them up. So you like the crowd work? Oh, for sure, man. How did you get into that? Like from the beginning, were you doing it or? I had it in me. Uh, it's just my dad, funny. My mom, funny and had me. I Dude, I found this out when my dad, you know, sucked. He was in his deathbed. He told me my grandma in El Salvador, his mom, would tell funny stories to her, her girlfriends when they would come over for coffee. Because over there, like in Latin America, like we have coffee and bread mm-hmm. at night also. Like not just in the morning. Like we 
we're caffeine addicts, bro. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> dude, my great grandma, God rest her soul, dude. She would give us in, in, in a little spoon. She Aww. would give us coffee with sugar when we were babies, bro. We were like eight months, so yeah. we've we're, we've been fiends, bro. <laughs> um, she was basically a stand-up, from what I heard. She would do tell them funny stories, and she liked pranks. And on Salvador, they get like the eggshells, and fill them up with confetti, and then you get this little tape on top and put them on their head. Oh yeah, they would all do that. Yeah, like year round though. Like this was okay. I was like, we are fighting in the U.S. If you do this, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I was working with Butch Lord. We had like those. 30 man, and I'm talking man in general, you know, male, female comedy showcases. And dude, that just, there's where I, I, I just came up, you know, like I just, that was where you just developed, you know what I'm saying? And it helped me. I hosted a couple. I, I did bad <laughs> because there were so many comics. I was over, he said, dude, you're, you're behind nine minutes. It's like, she goes, all these other last four or five comics you got here, they had an eight minute set. Now they got a six minute set or yeah. seven minute set, whatever. But yeah, man, he, uh, he told me on one show, he goes, hey, bro, I, I want you to release the beast and do some crowd work. You're closing the show. You're doing it. I was like, because he was telling me, he, he would chop me up. Sorry, I, I got ahead of the story. He goes, hey, hey sh- sh- those three jokes we've been working on the whole week. What, do, what are we doing? You need bits. That's a special power. Use your bits. So what's a bit? A bit, just like your joke, your written joke. Let's say I have a joke about a water. You know, we worked on this. We know it's 90 seconds long. Don't, don't I tell everybody in the beginning, don't worry. I learned this from Dean Lewis, too. I took his class. Don't even worry about it being funny. I'm like, you're crazy. No, but the funny will come. Just write it out. So when I say I have a bit, I know it works. It's 90 seconds, two minutes long. Boom. Then I transition some way, somehow. Or maybe I don't. You just go into me talking about the table. Me talking about my weight, which is the bit. You know, I got so many jokes about that. I got those three jokes, and I know it's a five-minute set. Butch was huge on that with me. He would tell me, dude, your ADD's killing me today. I was like, hey. <laughs> he would he would watch your set at the open mics. That was the thing about his class. I took those classes for for networking. I know no one can make you funny. But I took one uh, with Paulus Farrell, and, and uh, he showed me this trick. Dude, get the water bottle, and you write your bits here oh, real nice. big. So I would, like, when I started, dude, I'd be like, but like, why? this one guy's like, why do you drink your water like that? <laughs> I was looking at my jokes, and then I'd take a sip. So then when I started doing it, I started taking two water bottles. There you go. One, one for bits, one for thirst. Yeah, that's, and, yeah, I never even thought about and doing that. Paulus, show, Paulus Fair showed me that. Or, or what you do, you get a, a pretty decent-sized paper, and you put it right by your water bottle. And he goes, hey, dude, just put go neck down. Like, you go to the water. So you go to the water, and <laughs> you put your face on it. Because, you know, it's so dark. And that happened to me once. I was at a show. There was one light, bro. And I couldn't see my shit. And I was like, oh, oh no. I just did crowd work that day. He goes, great job. You don't have any written jokes? I'm like, yeah, those are written. And he goes, bull. And I was like, <laughs> I lied. But, yeah, Butch really told me to hold it in and then one day he just told me you're doing a 10 minute set today or 15 i was like oh bro because wow. the headliner of our showcase couldn't make it i don't know what happened or had another gig and he goes um so you're gonna close it and i was like no 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 don't 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 do that <laughs> and he goes do it do it young jedi and i was like oh man yo that i can't and i went up there and i did like 18 i went over it. oh wow yeah and uh he goes nah man the crowd work is an intangible thing. So wh- wh- how do you engage in that? When you walk on stage, are you looking for people? Are you looking for people before you get on stage? Or is it just a natural you're good at talking? And, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to come back at you. I got you. I'm like- a natural talker, bro. And now from I learned this from celebrity. When as soon as you walk into a club, look at the flyer. You know, such and such. Like, this is a white show. This is a black show. Cool. Walk in. Look at the crowd. Look at the ages. Okay. Instead of saying, you know, this explicit word, say this, say that, say kitty, you know, instead of the P word or whatever. Um, listen to the music they're playing. 
like, oh, they're playing smooth jazz here, dude. This is different. It's a grown folk show. They're playing trap music. You know, like, oh, this must be a strip club after the show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just pay attention, man. And then you see someone, you're like, all right. And then, because it's so hard to host, you know, when you go up hosting, you're, you're the one taking the first slugs. There's no reading nothing. Man, you can read something, but you're taking the first punches in the stomach, man, hard. Then the feature headline, where are you going? Because I mainly feature now or host. So I'll be like, all right, I just pay attention, man. Just look, look, look at all the people coming in and out. You know, you got to be a sniper, bro. You're like, hey, these people here in the back left laughing real hard. So I'm going to go at them. Like, kind of put my energy towards them. Not even, I'm doing my material, no bit, no, no, no crowd work. And then if someone laughs too loud, I'm like, dang, I'm going to take, can you be at all my shows? I think most comics say something <laughs> like that. But I'll be like, dang, I need you for my ego or whatever. And just, it really depends. Like, one time some girl dropped some nachos and I went down there and grabbed one. I was like, it's okay, guys. <laughs> hey, you know, we all know it's there. It's 18 bucks, you know. <laughs> and then I just kept going. Everybody laughed. And after that, I had everyone's attention. Because it's tough doing these 10-man shows, man. It's tough to hold people's attention, too. Yeah. But you do it so well, like I said, because you're you. It Thanks, is man. like on stage, which I find to be hard. And I tell everyone this. I don't have a persona on stage yet. Uh-huh. I haven't formed one for whatever reason. But watching you, how do you transfer that energy from yourself off stage to on stage, like being yourself? How did you find that? Were you always that way? or? It, 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 honestly, it took time. I, I uh, Remember MTV Self-Made? Remember mm-hmm. that show? I forgot. I need to Google his name. It was a tall, thin, white guy comic, and he acts a fool, man, which is a terrible description. That's, that describes so many comics. <laughs> most of us, right? Just besides the white part. Like, like no, that's most of us, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know. This one guy wanted to be made into a comic. He gets off stage and everything. The guy was like, dude, you were funny for an hour. I go, man, that's, that's a 10-month set I've been working on, son. Yeah. You know, and people, you know this. You know how hard it is to get five minutes. Get, to get, get one good laugh, it's hard work, bro. Long story short, he goes, kid, this is the biggest thing I can tell you. When you are in the backyard of a barbecue, sweet 16, graduation, when you're with your buddies, your family, and you're just bullshitting, we're all having beers, we're eating a burger, eating hot dogs, you guys are just shooting the shit, right? You're having a good, hey, duck, ah, duck, ah, don't, don't hit me with that skinny G joke, you mother <laughs> And just like that, you know? That, okay, he goes, all right, stop. And then they were all jiving for a while. He, he got the moment. They started, like, talking, hanging out. The guy got comfortable. The kid that wanted to be a comic, the professional tells him, see, see? That's what you need to bring on stage, being yourself. You had your guard down. I set you up, though. I know what I'm doing. This is what I do with young comics. He goes, just get in a circle with a bunch of dudes, the people you love, and just chop it up. Just be yourself. Talk about the game. You don't like games? Talk about your new laptop. Talk about your audio equipment. Talk about the new energy drink. You're, you're just chilling, being yourself. And that's who I am. I'm loud. I talk Dude, I'm, I'm me on stage now. I really am. Do I get nervous? Yeah. Do I get thrown off? See, that's the tough thing with crowd work, too. You don't want to use it too much because then you throw off balance on your bits. Right. I tell everybody, do your bit, crowd work. If I'm going to do crowd work, I, should, I try to do it in the beginning. And then maybe when I'm transitioning. But no, this bit is done. This chapter is done. I around a little bit. All right. And then I hit them with another bit. But usually it's just all the jokes are set up. They're not in a certain order. I learned that from Raimundo. I asked him this because he did a two-hour set in San Antonio. It was fucking insane. Wow. He murdered, bro. Wow. I've never seen that live. I was like, because Rafa is his official feature, so they travel all over. And we're in San Antonio, and I was like, wow. And, and I, to kill it for two hours is insane. Because mur- anything more than 45 minutes to an hour, you're asking a lot. Yeah. And so two hours, woo. The 95 minutes in was as strong as the first 15. That's insane. I'm not. I'm not. He goes, Fernando, doing this is your kid. <laughs> and and uh, he goes, I, I get that because. It bugs me when people say that because I've, I've worked with people that have been at the, uh, doing the same shit for 20 years and they suck at it. It's not for everyone. I mean, it's just, you know, you've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, There's one guy I'm doing it for 10 years. I'm like, then why are you working in the same room I am? I don't say that. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's just, I asked him, I, how do you go by your set? He goes, honestly, bro, I have my bits written. They're ready. 
I don't know what I'm going to say when I go up on stage, though. I don't know if I'm going to do this and that. I mix it all up because we were there for the weekend, and he used the same jokes. There were different jokes, but he did the same amount of time. But he goes, I got a lot of material. And he mixed around. The, like, the closure was in the middle. Then the next day, the closure was the beginning. And I was like, oh. Yeah, but doing that, all of them must have been really strong yeah. to be able to move around. Because you want to start with your strongest and end with your strongest. Yes, 100%. So to be able to just do that across the board, he must have just had crazy strong material yeah duck you're done the money flow because when i had to do longer sets like 30 minute sets flow told me you know what i'm not saying you're not funny but i know you're not used to 30 minute sets but i'm pushing you to do it so like, all right cool he understands like, that's what i'm doing i got 20 <laughs> and uh, uh to this day i'm comfortable with 30 and under like 30 and under 25 is butter for me it's perfect i mean if you want to kill you don't want to do well he told me start off with the best you got the best four or five jokes you got if you fade it you know you're good at talking kid you're good so talk for another eight minutes yeah i was like that's a lot he goes no it's not control it work the room from left to right and if you run out of material say hey man there's a staff here tip them well <laughs> you can get 40 <laughs> seconds out of that never there's so many little tricks in the comedy game yeah you know? well i mean i'm loving listening to you talk about it right now because you're giving me so much good insight and information stuff i've never even thought about before oh really. man honestly i told i am a because i feel like i'm a three-year comic because of covid you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i did a bunch of zoom shows bro like sometimes i do lie i'm like oh i'm 10 years in just to get booked you know like the I only i only take comics eight and up i'm like well i've been doing it for 10 years sir there you go uh, and they're like oh for real and they're like, oh man you're a killer i'm not come i've never heard of you i was like yeah i just started <laughs> you ain't gotta know that but uh nah dude honestly dude there's so much to learn bro and you got we gotta do some shows i, I usually do the the show in Fort Worth, I get that one by once a month. You want to come down? Let me know, man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd be fun, man. I tell everybody to do eight to ten minutes. I usually close it with like 10, 20 minutes. I need to work. I still, I have about seven minutes right now. Oh, pa- pa- and you're ready then. And then, but it's not good. <laughs> it's yeah, not look, good. It, it, honestly, dude, I'm a nerd. I went to school for creative writing. You don't want to throw something at me? Just DM it to me, bro. Yeah, honestly, well, I, well, I was gonna ask, what's your writing process like? It sounds like you kind of have writing partners here and there, but mm-hmm. how do you do it? Do you long hand it on paper? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? It's it's better and more efficient to be on the laptop. 100. Do it on the laptop, but it, the the pen and the pad slows you down. So do you really want to write this long piece? Of joke write it you know <laughs> write it but really think about each word means something you know instead of saying like say love it you know instead of saying F- say i hate this you know have a power word in there and you know reaction to a face reaction to a movement yell you know back up from the mic are you kidding me you know, yeah. little stuff like that i learned some of the stuff from dean lewis class but something i already had in me you know from watching netflix and i'm always watching netflix hbo max i'm a nerd bro i'm a nerd jerry garcia's special on there i've probably seen it seven times um i work with him so why not learn his material yeah you know what i'm saying and then one time i was like dude i got a dating joke he goes hey panda panda all of us have a dating joke there's so much we can talk about but there's a panda version of it there's a jerry there's a duck version of it don't get in your head about that shit so i told him i don't want you to think i'm going bro you're good you're good you're here for a reason and i'm here for a reason you're good. You earn your spot here, bro. You got material. You're good. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. I was getting in my head. Like, oh, man, ducking me. I'm opening for duck, and I'm fucking using duck jokes, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And I'm, I had these before you. Or maybe you inspired the jokes. nothing wrong with you. Insp- oh, man, there's nothing wrong with inspired. That's even more beautiful to me. I, I think that's great. When I watch stand-up comedy, I want to write stand-up comedy. Yes. Immediately. I'm just like, so when I'm watching, like, Bill Burr or <sighs> or Dave Chappelle or yeah. whoever, and, like, these these guys who just mastered the craft, mm-hmm. like then all of a sudden I'm like I want to write, but then 
I'm like, well, what's my voice? What do I want to say? And then it's important to speak your truth. Yeah. And the problem with my set is I speak my truth, but I don't have a way of telling people, hey, this is my truth at the beginning of it. So I got to figure that out. But I was going to ask about the performance that you were just talking about. Mm. You're big on that. Like, you're very animated on yeah. stage. That take time to learn? Or was that something? Just natural. Natural? Well, it did take about two years to come on stage. But let me go back. But you know, Chappelle and Joe Rogan, all these other things, I admitted the first two, three years, they were using other people's bits. Like, not word for word, but they're, so it's okay, bro. I have other people's stuff on there, and it motivates me, bro. I'm like, get that muscle going. They're masters, bro. Yeah. Like Chappelle and Kevin Hart, Grogan, they're a different level. When you say my favorite, like to me, they're like, they're not even people anymore. They're like stars. You know, yeah. They're in the moon. Like, <laughs> you know, like, everybody, you never mentioned Chappelle or Hart or, you know, this and that. I'm like, wow, well, they're, they're, they got <laughs> you money. Yeah. <laughs> they really do it because they love it. Come on. With the Spotify stuff, all the UFC, you think Joe Rogan needs the money? No. He, he literally said, I have you money yeah yeah but what was the question you just asked uh, i was gonna ask your, your performance you mm -hmm. said you are a natural at the yeah. performance and you do perform like it, it but it seems like it's like you're kind of like that off stage then too like you're just animated i'm very animated bro yeah. like you should see me when we're playing volleyball I'll try to record it i'm like when someone f's up like <laughs> when i mess up i'm like oh. well they're making fun. i'll send you a dm you a video i think i still have it we're playing volleyball and this one girl she can serve bro it's like a 90 mile per hour ball and like I dig to get it, and it hits me in the chest. And like they, my friends made a video of it, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, Mr. Fundamentals. And I'm like, I was like, oh, they can see my video. I'm like, bro, she got me good. This this girl's athletic. She's at a prime 38. Chubby. I just like being active, you know. But uh, I've always been very animated. I'm very loud, bro. My my brother tells me shut up. You know what I'm <laughs> my brother's pretty chill, quiet and chill. The first month you get to know him. After that, he's as loud as me. He can say whatever he wants. He's loud as. My dad, he was like that too. Like if you, would, my dad was still alive, I would invite you to a barbecue. My, you would leave the house with Tupperware for a second meal. You would leave with four waters and a Coke, and you would have a nickname. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Dr. Guero, come on. <laughs> dad, he's, he's a Spaniard. But he's wet on it. He just keep going. He keep all that's <laughs> and, awesome. Yeah, and you'd be diabetic. He'd give you a coffee and sweet bread. Dad, he's a diabetic. Okay. You want sweet bread? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna kill him. I'll die happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my dad was something else. He's hilarious. Natural crowd worker, my dad. Worked yeah. the room, didn't write one joke, and he was just naturally funny, bro. He'd like hosting, you know, had a party, didn't really drink. This one guy's, you don't even drink. I'll take a shot. I've seen my dad take a shot twice in his life, maybe drink a beer twice, also, maybe three times his whole life. Wasn't a drinker. But, you know, let's say he knew you were a drinker. He's like, hey, man, give me one. He, everybody's like, what? He, bro, he sipped it twice. Like like this. Like He just, but, you know, he was hosting, so he wanted to make you feel comfortable. So you kind of saw that, and it trickled down into you. Because you seem like you're the same way. You're very personable. Like I said, mm -hmm. you you very you like people. It comes across on stage. I don't know how, it's, it's so wild. Because, like, I was watching earlier, and I'm just like, I'm excited to talk to him. Because I know we're going to have a fun conversation. You know what I mean? No, it'd be great, dude. You know what? I, I want my biggest gift to be is to develop the most talent. I don't know why it's in my head lately like what's gonna be like, i don't know i doubt i'll be the best comic ever like or brown rushmore or maybe i'll just be in my open mic the whole day that's okay but i really like helping people bro part of me is like i wish i would have been a doctor maybe a professor but i was like you know what most of us comics are in the head anyway yeah so why not why 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 can't i help out comics you know like i reached out to another comics hey bro all of us battle with anxiety and depression some in our genetics we're from a tribe bro we might not look the same but our gene pool our psyche we're from the same tribe bro a lot of us battle something, you know, and that's okay. 
the thing is not to hurt yourself, not to end it. Don't do that. You know, people don't like talking about it, especially us as males. Oh, no, we can, we're, we're all us, you know. We got hair in our ass. We can't. You know? <laughs> it's okay, bro. Feel down. Just hit up your homies. You know, hey, dude, we're going to grab a burger at Chili's. All right, let's go. It's so true. Or if not, dude, I know we're all busy, bro. We're all busy. I was late today. I mean, I came all the way from downtown Fort Worth, and I was like, dang, I should have timed this better. <laughs> <laughs> the people were moving those oversized um, their mobile homes. I was like, there's some white trash going on over here. <laughs> so, someone just got their W-2, fool. <laughs> That's racist. Cause some of my co- my my cousins got some of those. Though. That's, that's and fine. um, what you call it? Uh, no, nah, man, we just need to help each other out. Facetime yeah. each other, bro. I'm duck. I'm telling you, right? If you ever need to talk to anyone, you don't want to say you're gonna feel like hit me up. I'll reply, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I have the money on my buddies over, and I'm not gonna say his name. You know, it's personal. But I told him, bro, why is this such a big thing to talk? about? Like we can't talk about it, especially as males. You know, like oh, he's like, bro. All of us go through. We just the thing is, uh, uh, Brendan Schaub said the best. We all have depression, but some people stay stuck in it and have deeper pools. I didn't think about it like that. He goes, we all, because he was going through some shit. He goes, then he was thinking one day, because one of his friends about it, like, takes medicine, some other stuff. Like, they just have trauma, a bunch of other stuff. And some people don't even have trauma. It's just they're just depressed, and it happens. He said, yeah, I just realized, you know, I was going through some shit. I was depressed for, like, two weeks. And then that friend goes, try two years. He goes, yeah. fuck. Not that he's better, but he goes, fuck, you're bitching about little shit. About a business move didn't work. I lost 500K. Oh, dang. Whatever, you know. And he goes, I'm happy. I'm alive. I'm well. I got my two kids. I got a banging wife. You know, and I was like, man, that's true. And there's always a positive thing. If you have all those things, like, bro, we all matter. We need a duck. You're, you're so nice, bro. You're, you bring good energy. We need someone like you. You know how many podcasts have been on the guy's a dick? <laughs> oh, dude, I hate that. I Well, for me, what it is is you're the star of this podcast. Mm. Right now, all I am is hosting it you know what i mean but i i want you to come out and your personality come out which has you know what i mean but yeah i hate that when podcast hosts are dicks like i get it it's funny and you can play off each other but don't be mean to the guests like they took time out of their day to come up here and do this you know what i mean hey everyone it's just stuck jumping in to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today if you dig it please head over to our website at improvtx.com where you can check out our calendar for all the upcoming shows in addison arlington houston and san antonio and don't forget to follow our social media all links in the description and with that back to the podcast i was gonna ask what was the weirdest thing you ever saw on stage because it sounds like you've been to some wild shows man nothing too crazy bro I don't know. Besides people getting kicked out, I was in the I was in the red room. I mainly at the red room. I booked myself. I rent the room, so it's not like I'm getting booked a lot. I booked yeah. myself. I saw someone tell the comics, everybody, man, you're busy. I said I keep myself busy. I was gonna say that you you find a way to be on shows. Yeah, yeah. I, I book them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I book them. That's so and, smart. Yeah, it's just hey, dude, at my level, no one knows me. Why should they pay twenty bucks? They don't know I gave out already probably like fifteen tickets. You know, it's my business. You know, sometimes the owner does book me, but most of the time it's me. You know, yeah. and you make it happen. Like um, the shows in LA, I got. Most of them, the one in March, I booked it. I paid for the room and this and that, and I, I, I do the, my best. You know what I'm saying? That's so smart, though, because mm-hmm. that guarantees that you get the time that you need to perfect your craft. Because this craft is hard. Yeah. getting dude, oh, Even even if you get on open mic, like, you're my best friend or whatever. I'm like, hey, bro, you know, I can give you eight minutes today, but, man, I can't give you 28 all the time. Because here and there, we, have, we uh, I've been to mics. Like, I, the guy was like, to say, hey, dude, can I do like 15 minutes because I'm working on a 30-minute set? He goes, yeah, cool. And the guy went towards the end. There was like four people. And the guy was wrong. I, was like, I don't even remember that. It was when I first started. I was like, damn, this guy's really putting his. I, I, I went up there and did five minutes and didn't even give a about it. And I just went up. I was like, man, I was up next. I was about to walk home. I was hungry. I already <laughs> thought about the Whataburger I was about to eat, bro. I was like, oh. <laughs> so excited. And then I'm like, dude, this, this dude like killed it. And no one's here. Yeah. That's the toughest thing in comedy is the open mic. Having the balls to go up. 
And then when you're on stage, one person's paying attention to you. But yep. I think Carlos Mencia said, and say what you say about him. They say he's a great actor, not a great comic. He's funny. But I get it. You know, stealing jokes, you. You know what I'm saying? Dude, duck, just imagine you and me are having a writing session. And then you're like developing a joke. And it's still, you know, it's just an idea. And I take it. And you're going to be like, bro, I love Panda, but I'm going to punch him in his nuts. I don't care if he kicks <laughs> I'm going to punch him in his nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me is. It's like it's like me taking your laptop. It's a death nail to comedy. Is what 100%, it is. One hundred percent. Like bro. it's the number one rule: you do not snipe other people's material. And if you have a similar bit, you guys are gonna have to talk it out. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Because at the end of the day, there's a high percentage chance that you're gonna have a bit that's similar in some way. Yeah. But if it's word to word, somebody stole something from someone, and that, that you don't do that. Mm -mm. Do like let's say that. you and me hit the road, bro. It's easy to. Prejudge, we're gonna have big boy jokes. Mm -hmm. Simple. That's okay. Yeah. You know, now if we have the same Whataburger, Diet Coke, French fry, ice cream, like, hey, yo, duck. <laughs> we gonna have to talk about yeah. that joke. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you big guy, dude. I'll be like, ah, you, you can have the joke. Nah, man. you're good. <laughs> just, I haven't had that conversation before with anyone, honestly. Yeah. Thank God. The Dallas scene is really dope. I went to Louisiana. It was cool. We're just more organized. And no disrespect to them. I, I was there because they had a festival. And they were cool, but you can tell, like, it's kind of like, over here, it's like, all right, cool, 8 o'clock, we're starting, boom. Hey, Duck's the host. All right, he's hosting the first block, boom. And over there, they were, like, a little too chill. I think also it was a festival, though, and they were happy because there was, like, three or four headliners there, like uh, Nick Guerra and Ocean Live. And, and look, I mean, Ocean Live's on Blackish. He's on Netflix. I mean, he opened up for Deion Cole. So he was there. I opened up for him in Fort Worth. He was cool, man. He remembered me. He goes, stop panting. I'm like, oh, you remember me. <laughs> he goes, this is a funny month right here i was like oh hell yeah <laughs> <the> black approval <laughs> but um that was dope in la i mean i'm born and raised in la but mm. i left right at 18 bro so really i love to say i'm a dallas comic now when i work with some other headliners i won't say their name they just told me i love dallas i'm from dallas but say you're an la comic there's some better that comes out there. everyone thinks you're from la chicago miami no not miami maybe miami new york new york those are the yeah. three four you know what i'm saying like Bro, just say Boston, you know, there's something special about y'all. Yeah. Like, we're building a comedy community. We're the next ones, bro. We're the, we yeah. really are. I don't give, I'm not just because I'm biased. I tech, am I biased? 100% I'm biased. But, uh, dude, look at Ralph Barbuz. I'm so happy. I'm not going to yeah. tell you. We've done some shows together here at the Improv, uh, Hyenas. We're not friends, but we're cool. We're, we're, we're comedy. I tell you, like, you're my comedy brother. I see him as a comedy brother. You know, like, we met because of comedy. You know, we could have passed by to get uh, at Walmart, not know who the hell we were. So it wasn't for comedy. You know, midnight. And then uh, Luis Suarez, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Juarez always because <laughs> of the soccer player. But, you know, like, they're not. Like, at midnight, I've had a couple of shows with him. He, man, we did a Spanish show in New York. He helped me so much. Talked to me about deposits. Mm -hmm. Talked to me about contracts. He told me to, you know, hey, bro, you have to be loud all the time, which is cool. Something I'm working on. And he just told me, you're a good writer, bro. Just slow down. This not like, so much advice. You didn't have to do it. That's what I'm saying. Great dude. I can't say bad about Midnight, man. Yeah, Midnight's awesome. He's awesome, bro. Yeah. And he's, he, man, dude, dude's legit, man. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he does really good. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, what is your advice for upcoming comics? You've given so much advice already, but like, what would be the one thing that you would say, like somebody who wants to try out open mic or, or get on stage for the first time? Or even someone like me who's only a year in. I know you're again. Yeah, only you're doing in. great then, man. Yeah, you no. got seven minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> don't, worry, hey, don't worry about it. Look, 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 you need to worry about it right now. Let's talk about you. Just memorize your. Yeah, memorize your. Be you. That's in the car, just repeating it over and over. You know and what I do to that trick? I, I would read it word for word, no personality, on your iPhone and play it on your car. Do that. So you record it and I record back? it. I'd, I'd be in my room. Um, and then the Red Bull, and, that, and I wouldn't even say punchline, blah, 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 like anal about it. Bro. Mm -hmm. I need to get back to that, actually, because I'm trying to get more material, new material, and I'm getting back to that. But I haven't found a good bit yet that's like, 
you know, I'm working on my Theo daddy stuff. My godson, he's hilarious. But it's kind of the same jokes in different words. Because he is funny, though. He goes, oh, man, I love I love sitting on you. I love, I'm like, I love laying on you. Oh, my God, your boobies are big. Hey, <laughs> hey. And he says this shit, bro. Bro, I'm not, this one, now this, I, uh, one of my friends gave me this joke. She, she's white, and she had a kid with a Mexican dude. And the little kid came out, white, bro, blonde, but he's hood as like he's, he's an Oak Cliff kid. And uh, he, he, they were at the Redbird Mall, which is a black mall, and there was a black Santa. And they're on the second floor, and he, she's looking down, and they just bought him some shoes or something. And then he's looking down, Mama, Mama, look it. Santa's not black. Why is Santa burnt? Oh, he just, no, well, shut, shut the oh, up. My God. Grabbed him by the mouth and just left. She wanted a Julius, you know what I'm saying? She goes, no, we, you. You're going to get me cut up. Um, no, I honestly, focus. I learned this from DJ Quick. Instead of creating a whole album and giving it to someone that you think, you know, going to, make you the next best thing let's say you're handing me or whoever a joke and it's 15 minutes long 12 jokes in there focus on one joke bro dj quick said dude look at bro first of all if you give me a demo back in the day when you gave tapes and, and cds give me a demo and people be like are you gonna listen to it you got your laptop right there you got your cd player you know back then and he goes no no no, no. I, I i am very physical i am very expressive i love i, I make a living off of making beats off of rapping off of well all music so if I go, it's going to crush you, bro, because it would crush me. They did that to me. I don't want to do that. So I listen to it when I'm ready. When I'm in my room, I'm in my studio, I'm in the car vibing. I don't know. Eminem said he bought a certain car just because of the stereo. And he would bump someone's beat or someone that wanted a feature. He would just drive. He would be in his garage just be like, inside his car, bro. And then like Lloyd Banks and 50 were like, bro, I thought you had like this badass studio. And then he goes, I do, but I like vibing in my car. At the time, that's what he said. Honestly, bro, focus on one song. Focus on one joke. And, and that's all that matters. That way, I remember Duck. Yeah. Like you got a cool name. You got to have some duck. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, Duck and Panda. Panda is a great name. You yeah, know what I mean? Thanks, man. And a lot of people. I like duck, though. Duck's so cute. The thing is, panda people love pandas. Like, yes. they think they're cute. Ducks are cute as fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> why not? Be like, my name is Duck. You want to You know, something stupid, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly. The first time I did comedy, I got off stage, and this smoking hot girl was like, you did really well. And I was like. Oh, uh, thanks. And I got real nervous and ran away. No, duck. Yeah. And then I, the first time I did the show, I did Dean Lewis's class also. I got off nice. stage, smoking hot girl again. Hey, you did really good. And I'm just like, oh, I got to go over here. Oh. I just got so nervous, man. Oh. I just don't have the game. I just. There's no, dude, see, that's the thing as men. We think there's got to be game, cologne, like some type of pool, cart, no, be yourself, bro. Most chicks don't give a fuck about that. I mean, the last two girls I went out with you would not, I'm not trying to be negative on myself, my body type. You wouldn't think I would have pulled them, but I was on myself. I made them laugh. Yes. That's the thing. You make them laugh, then you make the booty clap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but uh, be yourself, bro. To some girl, see us as men, we're like, we always want a 10. We, were like, we like the trophy. We're hunters. People don't like talking. Hey, so much. I'm going to shut the up. We just, what we like. You know, bro, but I've dated everything. If you see the, the date, well, the few chicks that I've dated, short, chunky, thick. The last one, 5'7", a buck 55, I mean, beautiful body look better without clothes like it's like how the hell do you hide that it's like how well i'm half puerto rican well i know where the, uh, the good half is at <laughs> but um dude honestly going back to the jokes be yourself bro be yourself like right now you're comfortable mm -hmm. you're like you're a happy dude man be yourself write about stuff that's happened to you bro we all have two or three jokes that has only happened to you if you your pants one day we all have yeah. Talk about that, bro. Hey, you know what pisses me off? I've been in the green. I was in Las Vegas. Oh, shout out to my friend um, Juan Garcia Chepo. He's awesome, bro. Dude, he was like four, at the Laugh Factory. You can take a comedy class like Dean Lewis. He took it at 14, 15. Oh, wow. Bro, at 21, he, he he toured the nation. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's I love Chepo. He's my boy. He's, we're the same age, but he's been in the game like 17 years. Something ridiculous, bro. Like He's a full-time comic. Pays all his bills off of comedy. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, man. Juan Garcia, check him out. Chepo, he's hilarious, bro. He, he puts me on game a lot. And we don't necessarily talk about jokes. We just talk about life and, and how to approach comedy, the business, how to, how to brand yourself. You know, he does get on me on certain stuff. But we're in the green room, and with him, and several times, not just him with him, but other comics. I mean, these guys are headliners, bro. They got specials out. Dude, you know, have a cadence. Be yourself. Don't talk about pussy jokes, pussy fart jokes, dick <laughs> jokes. Yeah. And then I see them on stage 20 minutes later. <laughs> my little dick. I'm like, bro, just be funny. Yeah. Just be funny. Bro, don't worry about that, man. I was watching, I, I love Joy Diaz, especially as on Netflix. It bugs me because it was so short. I wish he would have had another one, but uh, he was talking about <laughs> having anal sex. He goes, it's disgusting, man. It's open like a telescope. <laughs> and he goes, it's a degenerate show. You know, he goes, ah, it's a dirty joke. It's a new joke. He looked at the camera. It's a new joke. Because Fluffy says that he carries a cameraman now, and he'll always like, keep that. Like, he'll look at that way. That's his pin code when he's watching it. Oh, it's a new joke. You know, it worked or yeah. crowd work. Or, you know, comedy is, bro, you're on stage and it just came out. You see my IDVs kicking in. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You were saying just, Joey Diaz, yeah. he's, he's, I know he said, uh, uh, maybe it was Joe Rogan podcast, but he was saying, just be funny. Yeah, just, just be funny. Just be funny. That's the one that. I was talking about. He was wearing a Lakers jersey, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, he goes, just, just be funny. You know, he yeah. gets, I like when Joey Diaz starts whispering, that's when he's going to say some fuck. I'm back in 88. <laughs> he's an amazing storyteller. With a, I don't know how many lies he's lived. Bro. Yeah, unbelievable. He's and, done everything. He's been at the bottom of the barrel, and he's been at the top. Too. Now he's a family man yeah. with a kid that moved to Jersey. Like, are you kidding me? He goes, bro, I'm 49. Yeah. You know and, and he takes care of people. That's the other thing. Is like I know that... He's the, like the glue for like a lot of that big comedy scene, like yeah. the, the Brogans, as I call them. Yeah, like the Lisa. Lisa looked all depressed and suicidal to me on on the podcast when he first started, and he just kept getting him high, and he was just telling him, you know, I can tell Joey Diaz and him clicked, and Joey was like, "Hey, bro, I battle the same you do, but you're not ending it, mother. You know, you go when God takes you, you know, or whatever you believe in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, he's just a caretaker. He's, he's a definitely awesome. is. But dude, be yourself in comedy. Write every day, well, when possible. I don't really watch the news, but if you're a news guy, go for that. That's an angle for that, too. Yeah. Politics, if that's your thing, you, you can carry your own. Be ready for a smart to attack you. Because yeah. everybody's like, well, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. Shut the f*** up. You know, everybody yeah. wants your money. That's how I see it. Honestly, it's all. that's the one thing we can all agree on. You yeah. know, it's green, green, green. That has no color but green. Yeah. That's the color that matters most. Be yourself right, bro. Polish it. When I was in college, I studied architecture for a few years at UTA. And then I went to TCC, and Professor Arnie Radman showed me this. No design's ever done, but we have a due date. You can always change the design. There's a new lead thing, you know, green stuff, you know, make it more efficient. But we didn't have that a year ago when I had to turn to my deadline. So your joke, just work on it. And then one day you might have a tag. One day you got to do a clean show. One day you got a black room. One day you got to do an Asian room or a Latino room. Switch it up to a Spanish or maybe something a little racial for a black or an Asian room or whatever room. But no joke's ever done. It's just, you know, you get it. You get it, you get it to 90% and you wiggle. But be yourself, bro. That's the best thing. If you're a quiet, shy dude, boom. I'm a very animated, loud dude. There's no changing that. I've yeah. tried toning it down. It's not me. Yeah, no. I think you need to Be keep doing yourself. that. Yeah, thanks. Hundred percent. And and the, I know everyone says slow down, which every comic needs to slow down. Mm-hmm. But your style is fast. Your style is like you keep saying ADD, like you're mm-hmm. over the place, and like you got this attention, this is this and this. Like I'm medicated for ADHD. Whenever I wasn't medicated, oh yeah, I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's a powerful tool to be able to use yeah. that and be able to be that interested because what you do is really funny you'll self-deprecate or if something doesn't work you'll make a tag off of it like you and that that is a strong talent to have because it buys back the audience and so i would love to learn that eventually where do you see yourself in the next five years where do you want to be hopefully doing this full-time headlining somewhere like 
I already have a special out for sure. That's my goal. I recorded my last on my birthday. Um, it's my little cheat code. I uh, second so sell out the red room. Uh, I actually had turned back like twenty people. So the guy winning this year in September, I do two shows. You know, and I held 70, 80 people. Sold it out. Oh wow! So yeah, there's like eight people standing. Oh, fire code. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, it was it was good. <laughs> they counted the tickets. See what you just did there. That's what I was talking about. Oh, like thanks. you'll you'll say little things like that, like a fire code. Well, I love that. I think that is so unique. That's... And for for people who watch comedy for a long time. We don't necessarily laugh at the punchline. We laugh at the stuff in between. So mm-hmm. saying something like fire code and then moving on. But see, you're already analyzing the game. Right now you're learning the game, bro. Yeah. It's like boxing. You're like the first two or three Mayweather. The first three rounds, he's just reading you like a machine. He's putting in his data. You're like, oh, now when you drop your chin, I know you're going to throw a hug. Oh, yeah. you're f- <laughs> <laughs> Then by, by round eight, you're like, this guy's stiff. No, it's the, his, his, his rib cage is done. That's what you're doing to the audience. Right now, that's what you're doing in the game. You're learning, bro. And honestly, bro, like, just be yourself, dog. Like, that's one thing I can tell. There's only one duck, bro. Say what you want. No, there's another white guy with my build. He's tall like me, whatever. He has whatever, my tattoo. And we're both from Joe Blow, Texas or New York. Doesn't matter, bro. There's only one you. Even if you have an identical twin, your fingerprints are always different. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself, bro. Like, that's the one thing I tell you. And people... They always, I can see their cadences. I can see what they're doing. In the first three to four years, it's okay, bro. But after that, be yourself. But no, honestly, bro, I recorded going back to that Red Room. I did a 50 some odd minute set, the most time I've ever done. And I did it twice that night. So I was like, I can do it. I can. Now, I don't call myself a headliner. I know I'm not ready for it, but I can do 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've done it. But it's just, I'm a writer, bro. I was writing stories, poetry, books, little short story novels when I was a kid. They were shit, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've been writing since I could remember right now i'm not lying to you i probably got 12 pads and they're up oh, wow. i'm ripping them i'm trying to put them all in one that's the one bad thing that's why i say overall use the laptop bro but i mean if you carry a pad with you because what if that breaks and you know what you should do too what i do i email myself my jokes once a, mo- once a week once a month bro you never know and also god forbid someone steals them from you like your bitch i got them in here yeah that's Look smart yeah that. legally back back today the way you used to save your scripts one of my buddies shout out to my buddy my boy wally the scripts or you, or you had a story for a book or anything advertising you would write it by hand or type it print it you know when there was typewriters and, and mail it to yourself but don't open it. Oh, that's... Oh, this yeah. is how they used to do it back in the day. Yeah. You know, and so then, God forbid, you got to go to court. Duck's ready, though. Like, hey, bro, we made up that Nike commercial two months ago. You know you worked for us, and then you left, and you went to Reebok, and you took our commercial. I didn't. All right, f*** you then. Boom. There's oh, the envelope. Here's the envelope. It's... it's I'm not... It's I can't open it. Yeah. Like, can stuff. you guys... Someone legally... Well, I don't know how that goes, but he just told me. Email yourself. At least that dates and all that. But, hey, bro, this idea, the one, you know, the book I told you about, the idea, I keep it to myself. He told me, hey, don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing bad, bro. Like, you can write your own story about it. But the main idea is pretty cool. It's like, I don't know if the book's going to be any good. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the main idea over it is f-ing original. Like, Do you think once you get through that first book, then the, the next ones will flow? Like water? Yeah, I have the second one ready. It's yeah. basically a Latino version of The Outsiders. All right, right yeah. on, dude. Yeah, I, I, we used to have a fake gang, gang name called Salchicha 13, which just means Sausage 13. <laughs> Instead of MS-13, the Salvadorian gang, which is bad. I probably changed that. But I don't want to affiliate with something bad, but I figure I'm Salvadorian. We're not all bad, bro. I'm bald. Not because I'm a thug. I just got a bad hairline. You know what I'm saying? I got a hairy ass, though. Fuck. Come on, look. No, okay. Doc, you looked. You looked. <laughs> you legit. No, but, but, but see how you're laughing right there? And some people have told me too on stage, don't be laughing, bro. Have a good, have a good time, time up yeah. there, bro. You're not faking. Don't fake it. You know, those guys you can tell, like, <laughs> no, bro. If you think it's funny, go for it, bro. Have yeah. a good time, brother. To be yourself, bro. I'm gonna put. If I you learn anything from today, Doug, be yourself and write your ass off. Yeah. Watch. It's okay to be inspired by Joe Rogan and Chappelle. They're the best. And now go look at the local shows. Those guys are your level. We're all open micers, bro. 
don't matter, bro. They've been doing it for five years, 20 years. We're all open micers here, bro. We're all doing the improv. We're all doing the same mic. You know what I'm saying? They just got more experience. Some people are big-headed, but that's just a personality thing. Yeah. It's not even a success thing. Some people got five months in comedy, and they're reacting like arrogant. You know, it's a personality thing. Bro. Oh, yeah. There's people I know who just started, and they think they're the best in the comedy. And it's just like, no, nah, you probably suck. Bro, you I killed not. two of those. Uh, Butch Lord used to do these showcases. Honestly, there were 20 and up comics in there. 90 minutes. And honestly, a few of the shows are two and a half hours. It was insane. I remember one of them being three, but I think I'm, I'm just remembering wrong. It was that long ago, though. You know what I'm saying? Like four years ago, whatever, five years ago. Bro, I thought I killed him. Right, man, I did a five-minute, bro. I saw the video the other day. It was trash. <laughs> I got like eight strong laughs in five minutes, which is good, you know? Mm-hmm. But, bro, it was so much fluff. It was yeah. so much, mm-huh, yeah, mm-huh. Bro, I was like, shut the fuck. Oh, my God. Take that. My brother goes, watch it, <laughs> well, the thing I've noticed just talking to you now, you're really good at not pausing with the ums and the ums. You do radio too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. How often do you do that? Uh, we do it every other Wednesday on 95.7 Jalapeno FM with DJ Reeve, Lisa Lisa, and, uh, and uh, G Baby. So you can listen to us uh, through the Pancho Pistola app. And we're on there, dude. There's music 24 oh, 7. So I'm on awesome. there. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a Latin radio one. So they want me to do Spanglish. But before that, we did radio and uh, we were on party105dfw.com. Uh, and that one, you know, was naughty. It was like a podcast radio thing because there was music before and after. We would curse. It was just, right. but yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Just talking to you, I can tell that you're very experienced in it. Oh, so. Reeve, Reeve, man, he's my quarterback, bro. We, we sit across like this mm-hmm. and he'll be like, five seconds. You got to talk 15 seconds up here of time. And he'll be like this. Like, dude, coach, he's he's my Belichick. I'm Brady. You know, yeah. Brady's not the most athletic dude. But if you told me and he'd throw harder, he would because he knew he was going to throw harder. That's me. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, Duck said it. Boom. You know, he had my notes. Sometimes he'll tell me, all right, cool. Hey, man, be yourself. You got 30 seconds. Plug this, plug that. Talk a little Don't curse and just go. Because you can't turn off the cursing. It's very easy. Everyone's, How do you do it? It's very easy, bro. Very yeah, there's easy. a switch where you don't you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be talking to somebody and I'll be like, oh, okay, now I, I, I can throw that in there because they're comfortable with saying it. Yeah. But like for most of my interactions, my first interaction, I don't curse or swear. I really don't. No, it's me. Because, I curse like a sailor. People, yeah. people don't know. Like, he does curse a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess because I'm just talking in general. No, it's just natural. Yeah. It's what it is. Well, we got to pimp the show. Uh, Feb- February 11th, 11.30. I hope you come out, man, to 11.30. Oh, it's, a, it's a late night it's show. It's a late night show. Those late night shows are so much fun. Yeah, I'm pumped, bro. I think yeah. we have already over 110 people confirmed coming. Oh, that's awesome. It's going to so be. It's going to be all this. Yeah. going to fill up this room. It's going to be amazing. So February 11th at 11.30, late night. There'll be three shows that night. You'll be the last show going yes, on. It'll be the best show, I think. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. Panda, thank you so much. I Dude, appreciate Doug. you coming on. It's nice meeting you, man. If you yeah. ever want to write something out, let me know, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that'll rock. Come out. Do I do my little Red Room shows and other I shows? To, Dude, come out. I need to come out. I 100% need to come February's out. February's already booked, I think. So, well, maybe in May. Yeah, maybe I need May. to go check out the Red Room shows because I, I haven't been in the Red Room. I went this Saturday if you want to come out. Check it out. I already have like eight comics on there. I'd give you time. I promise you I would. Yeah, but no, I just no. added two comics yesterday because they're like, dude, I need to work out some. It's like, that's the thing with the buddies. You're like, hey, du-. you're like, hey bro, I'm, I'm going to hit the road in a month or two. I need to work out new 15. That's when you hit up your buddies. You know, it's not, you're not being an It's like, I need to work out. You need the stage with real people. Not No disrespect to the mics. We need them. But, bro, you need those, even if it's just 30 people in the, in the room. But they're, they're not comics, and they're to watch the show. Yes, it makes Way a huge different. difference. Huge difference, Oh, bro. we got to do social media. We got Facebook, Panda the Comedian, mm-hmm. and then Instagram, Fernando Panda Comedy. Perfect. Was there anything else that you had, TikTok uh, or TikTok, Twitter? TikTok, uh, Panda Comedy, Panda underscore comedy. Yeah, you're good, dude. You did all your yeah. homework, bro. Oh, let's make sure that we get it in there because uh, it's important because that's how people get booked. Yeah, you know 100%. I mean? So you got to get that social media going. Well, Panda, thank you again. For all those listening, please support local comedy in any way, shape, or form that you
you can. With that said, we will see you on the next one. Thank you, man. Awesome, dude. You're the man, Doc. And there it is. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please head over to ImprovTX.com to check out all our upcoming shows at the Addison, Arlington, Houston, and San Antonio clubs. If you like this podcast, you might enjoy the other podcasts on the ImprovTX Comedy Network. We have The Act Out. From open mics to the big stage, comedians tell us the story they've made, where I talk to comedians from all over and chat about their journey this far. Also, check out the Black Dog Retro Arcade podcast, straight from the arcade we talk about how our favorite games were made that's right we're talking all that video game goodness and finally we have quacking up a storytelling podcast where we pick suggestions from a hat and tell stories based upon them once again thank you so much for listening please check out our social media all links in the description and with that we'll see you on the next one